0: and moose
1: podcast i'm cat
0: and i'm moose this is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human <laughs> oh my god I can't wait I have missed you guys
1: in this setting I know we've hung out but me too I, I have missed you guys in this setting And <laughs> does that mean that our hang time together moose has been less than been <laughs>
2: enjoyable I mean also in this setting cuz I've gotten <laughs> to see you in person. Yeah, we haven't done this Zoom microphone thing in a while because we went on a hiatus. That's right. We actually took a break during Wait, the holidays. Are we starting? Is- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do we ever have a plan? No. Is everyone recording? Uh yes, I'm in. I'm a little rusty,
0: you guys. Well, hey, Moose. (laughs) Hey, Kat. (laughs) Hello. It's good to
2: see you guys again. Hi, Sarah. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, everyone. Happy New Year. A couple weeks delayed. Happy New Year. You know, we needed some time, y'all. Yeah. (sighs) Roll sound. Sound production, take two.
0: Um, okay, so so this is this is our New year episode, guys. Oh my. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I feel like we all have a lot to bring to this episode it might be like a mega episode
1: (laughs) well our listeners deserve it if Mm -hmm. they choose to be listeners then they actually want to hear us um and they deserve it because we've taken a few weeks off Mm -hmm. and i'm just so glad to be back and i'm so glad to have more to talk about (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh let's talk about the
0: elephant in the room not literal But my favorite story that has happened since we uh, ended our
2: 2020 chapter of episodes. 2020? (laughs) Isn't that the year we started? It's been a while.
0: (laughs) You guys, I am stuck in the trauma of 2020. Please just (laughs) give me a minute. Okay. What I'm trying to say is... There has been a lot that has happened in the past three weeks that we have not shared with our listeners. Right. And one of my favorite stories... Can we just jump in and tell it? Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I have no idea what story (laughs) you're going to tell because there's only been about 500. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the story I want to tell
0: is... I mean, Kat, like your favorite thing in the entire world is when people, I always call it when people want to party with you. That's not really what you're oh doing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But just it's staying up late. You love yeah. staying up late. Like you're 12 years old and you know, every time you do, you stay up till like 4am and I'm just amazed by it. And so... My version of staying up late with you is spending the <laughs> night, which just means I, I stay up as late as I can, and then I crash in your guest room. And so you asked, um, and it wasn't even on New Year's Eve, but you asked a handful of friends to come over and party with you. And I put yeah. that in quotes because we're in our 40s. Yeah. And as soon as you requested that, Sarah got this idea that we would scare you and all of our friends that were going to be there with
1: your new mannequin. Yeah, which it, by the way, I don't have a creepy mannequin for no reason. I have a mannequin because if
0: you're, if you're a new listener, if you're a new <laughs> listener, this is a podcast
2: about
1: the skeletons we keep in our closet Literally, and mine's name is Lillian, and she literally lives in my utility closet. Oh my god, that's so scary! And she's
0: a blow-up doll.
1: She's not a blow-up doll. She's full-on plastic, man. Oh,
0: even better. So what do you, we won't go into what you do with her, but the point is <laughs> the point is let's get back to the point. Uh, I loved Sarah's idea because I love practical jokes, and I was like, oh yeah, we gotta like sneak her up, and then you know in the morning you come down for coffee, and and then you know I always have to take things one step further, <laughs> and so I searched for weeks after you invited us to do this sleepover. I, I, I searched for weeks for the scariest mask I could potentially find, <laughs> and um, so I bought it. And then I thought, well, I'm just not going to have her stand there naked with only her head <laughs> covered because there was a wig with the mask. Um, so I bought her a dress, like just a <laughs> size medium. I thought she's probably size medium. And then (laughs) I don't even think you know this But (laughs) I never brought it out But I also bought her uh, What is the thing that A sickle I got her a sickle
1: Yeah, yeah no, I, no I definitely am fully aware of the sickle Because after all of you Early stare uppers Went to bed Sarah was trying to figure out How to attach the sickle to her Without it falling off For like 10 minutes And we just couldn't oh, like so make just, her yeah. Properly hold the sickle So um, if you can picture um, A mannequin Full size mannequin Like 5 foot 9 mannequin that's like a size zero, wearing one of the scariest masks imaginable, <laughs> mm-hmm. with the most hideous, unhealthy hair imaginable. Mm-hmm. That producer Sarah felt the need to groom. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I thought it was so funny, Sarah, how like when when we got to the part of the story that Moose is going to tell, that you like made sure part of her hair was in front of her shoulder <laughs> and part of her hair was behind <laughs> <laughs> her shoulder. <laughs> She's laughing because
0: if you're a patron, you can now see the mask we are referring to. So I just wanted
1: to give
2: you more of a visual, cast. And, and before you show the next photo, um, so here is the, c- c- go back to our faces, because I've got to share this. Okay. Um, so okay. the mask arrived at the house and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? As I open the box and she laughed and all this stuff. And so maybe that? I think it was the morning we were coming over, uh, the morning of the day we were all coming over. And Moose was, uh, had taken a shower and she was blow drying her hair and she's just doing her thing in her room. And I decided to put the mask on. And one of the scariest (laughs) things in the world to me is someone just kind of randomly standing and staring Um, And so I chose to take that tactic. And I walked into the room that she was blow drying her hair in and she's got hair all over. I mean, it's like cousin it. Like hair is everywhere in front of her face. I look like this mask. She doesn't know I'm there because the blow dryer's going. I have never seen someone blow dry
1: their hair with the amount of intensity moves as I saw. I mean... (laughs) Kat, you are one of the few people who will ever see the video,
0: but yeah, I agree. When I watched it back, I was like,
1: wow, like, yeah, she was going for it. Okay. Like, but wait, wait, producer Sarah. Okay. So so you said I am one of the only people that will ever see the video. Let me ask you if every single one of our patrons... Writes in or calls in or texts us or is in touch. Tr- <laughs> if every single one is in touch, though. will you allow patrons to see this video? Ms? Never,
2: yeah, Never. Guys,
1: You guys need to start threatening your pocketbooks, man. <laughs> nope. Look, I'm I was at least vulnerable.
0: Vulnerable vulnerable enough to sh- allow you guys to hear this audio so
2: <laughs> oh so anyway I go in and I, you know she's got hair in front of her face and this loud you know uh, blow dryer in her ears so she can't hear anything and I just walk in there and I stand there and I stand there and I'm standing there like I mean I'm my face is sweating at this point because there's so much heat in the room And all of a sudden, she turns around, and I caught it all on video, and here's the audio of it. (laughs) Ah! Oh my God! What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't like it at all!
0: Jesus Christ, Sarah! So I listen. to <laughs> listen in headphones is that you can hear my sister
2: cackling in the background. Yeah, all the way in the other room. <laughs> okay, okay. So back to it. My original plan was I'm gonna pull this mannequin doll lady just kind of out of her cat's office and like set her at the base of the stairs. And so like whoever just happens to walk by that hallway would be like, Oh my God. And then like maybe a couple hours later, I might figure out a way to move the doll into like the dining room and same idea. Well, none of that happened. And here we are at the end of the night. The two, as Kat said, the two early risers that were there, are early sleepers, whatever, have gone to bed long since gone. Kat yeah. and I are still up partying. And I'm like, Kat, I got to tell you something. <laughs> and so I unveiled my plan to you. And we then tried to retaliate and flip the plan back on the other folks. Yes, Yes. And so what we did,
1: thanks to your genius, Sarah, is we went and we got Lillian, who, who, <laughs> uh, who acquired her name that night. Yeah, I don't know how she true. got the name Lillian, but she got the name Lillian. And, um, so we put Lillian in the kitchen yep. so that the earliest riser, a ponced coming into the kitchen and <laughs> beginning to make coffee would see Lillian out of the corner of their eye and maybe potentially shit themselves. And so, yes. um, and so we put Lillian over there, we dressed her with the dress that you guys got her, which is amazing. The size medium <laughs> you dress. You have a picture, it, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: That's Kat's wonderful dog. If you're a patron, see this. We'll post these too.
2: Now, and Belbel was not okay with this. Yeah, Belbel was not happy with Lillian at all. Not (laughs) one bit. I feel like all of my dreams were realized. Yes. Oh, it's true. And so then we proceeded to get her all set up. And then Kat went around the house and grabbed a couple of her, uh, uh, what are the cameras called? ring cameras. Oh, your ring cameras. And we set those up to, to catch the reaction, which I don't know that we really caught one because the person that woke up first was kind of just like,
0: "Ah." (laughs) like, yeah, but then they carried on the evil mentality and put it in the bathroom and so I was the first person to wake up in that downstairs bathroom and I'm just like sludging in half asleep <laughs> and all of a sudden I look up and there is that crazy ass woman with that crazy ass eyes we will post all
1: of this on Instagram you guys but it, it got its money's worth Oh, it totally did. And, and the scream that is from your video of blow drying your hair and the scream that happened in my bathroom was almost identical. And the thing yeah. that I, I want to like kind of pick this apart a little bit from the, <laughs> from the audio of the original thing where Sarah played the joke on you. You screamed and then you said,
2: I don't I like know. it at all. <laughs> <laughs> an authentic response (laughs) okay
0: I think what happened there let me just share is I turned into like a little four-year-old that like my (laughs) sister was like you know it's like that childish like I can't I did say some curse words that hopefully Sarah has beeped out
1: all of them, please, <laughs> especially <laughs> just beep them all out. Uh, Miss. I just want to remind you, like we've done all this studying about our inner child and speaking with our inner child and letting our inner child have a voice. And I love that. I felt like you so authentically, your four year old <laughs> inner child said, I don't like it at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah, and I
0: met every word of that. I mean, you hear how scared. Uh, look, first of all, I am jumpy. I mean, can we all agree that I am jumpy? And this always happens to me. Anytime I scare people, like they come back oh, yeah. and epically scare yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah, I I just I'm really happy about all of those memories we made. Well,
1: could I possibly take it just the tiniest step forward? Oh, oh, please. please. Okay. <laughs> I have these sweet ladies that come and, um, oh, clean no. my house. Oh no. <laughs> and so the, the Wednesday after the holidays or whatever that was, um, I had put Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> I had decided to put Lillian in the walk-in shower in my office because. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you were going to scare your coworkers. Yeah. I- I was going to I was going to scare a coworker and then I decided that's not the message I wanted to send at the very beginning of the year and so I ended up closing the shower curtain and never scaring my coworker but then I forgot that she was in there. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> God. And so one of the the youngest ladies that comes to to clean, um, she goes straight downstairs when she gets to my house because I always have her do my office first, so I can go work in there mm-hmm. and while she's doing the rest of the house. And so, um, so she went down there and like it was like gung 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 like in my head I was like oh shit like Lillian's in the shower <laughs> oh. and she's gonna see Lillian in the shower. <laughs> and so I, I like ran down the stairs and as I ran down the stairs, she's just walking from the shower just. Shaking her head like this. <laughs> did she think that you did no, it, on do it on purpose? <laughs> no, but did she think? I'm that? sure she did. She didn't <laughs> scream or anything. No, she didn't scream or anything. What? <laughs>
0: How is that possible? <laughs> Look, I need to teach a class on screaming. I would like to be a scream coach. You would be great that, at it. I have found my niche. Yeah, I, I want to teach people how to scream their <laughs> yeah. guts out because I, if I got
1: scared in any way, mm. I would scream. And you guys mm-hmm. all just hold it in. Mm-hmm. I do. Well, this young woman just was shaking her head and she doesn't mm. speak English. And, and I don't speak Spanish. And so I just looked at her and I said, I'm really sorry. And she just like shook her head and I said, I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't do that on purpose. And she just kind of grinned at me and then like walked away. And so then I was oh like, gosh. oh my gosh, like I'm such an awful person. Like I hate that this happened to this person. And I, I didn't know how to appropriately apologize to her. And then I remembered my nephew was coming over that afternoon. And I was like, well while we're at it like we might as well yeah totally and so um he came over that afternoon and i said drew i said um you're a boy and he said yes i'm a boy and i said um when you guys clean your house i said do you leave the toilet seat up or do you put it down And he said, um, We always put it back down because my mom has taught us to like put the toilet seat back down. And I said, Well, I said, when I have my house cleaned, I said, they always leave the toilet seat up. And I said, Would you go Mm -hmm. check all three of my bathrooms and see if the toilet seat has been put down? or left up and he said sure auntie and so he went upstairs to the master bath and he said yep that one was left up and I said did you put it down and he said of course I did and then he went to the main bathroom and I said what about that one and he said it was left up and I said did you put it back down and he said of course you did and then he went down to my office and (laughs) all I heard was (laughs) (laughs) ah He came up the stairs and gave me the look of death. And he said, Auntie, that was not very nice. And he said, I have to go back down there. And I said, okay. And so he went back down there and he was down there for a few minutes. And then he came back upstairs and I could tell he had been almost a little bit like teary. And I was like, I was like, Drew, I said, what's going on? And he said, I had to look at her and I had to go like this. I you go yeah. like this Yes <laughs> Wait so you are, flip, you are flipping or flicking he, he him flipped, off He flipped her off and I said Drew I said did I upset you by doing that I said because I was trying to be funny and he said yeah and he said you really scared me he goes and then I got really mad
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh I mean that that is scary I hope he doesn't have nightmares from it oh, Well I hope he doesn't either but he really likes that
1: kind of thing so I don't think he will and the okay. interesting thing to me was that he said um you know what auntie he goes i got scared and then i got really mad and he said and i want you to know something and i said what and he goes i will get you back oh I believe it dang and it's a beautiful, um, I've been studying, as you guys well know, five element theory and like kind of sadness, grief and all of that, like kind of in the the metal going into the water element, into knowing your own self, like, fuck you, you awful scary thing that scared me and then getting <laughs> yeah. really angry right into that wood energy and then getting into your full self of, Oh, I will get you back. It was a beautiful example of his emotions working through the five element theories. And he and I talked about that and we had a beautiful five element moment. So I too hope he was not traumatized.
0: (laughs) I'm just impressed a kid that age can name emotions. Like it took me like 40 mm-hmm, years yeah. before
2: <laughs> I can, see I was him just up. angry
0: overall. People were like, what emotion are you feeling? And I'm like, I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> oh, that's not an emotion. <laughs> you know, I thought about this the other day. Enneagram eights are often known for being, um, <clears throat> uh, serious. And I mean, we can be fun loving too. Cause we have seven wings, but, um, but I was just thinking as an Enneagram eight, we are known for being pretty private. And I, th- I had this realization the other day that I think that's just our way of containing how we're really feeling. So, and it's not really us intending to be private. We're just like, I won't let
1: too many mm. people see this side mm-hmm. of me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's really mm-hmm. beautiful. Is that part of why you won't let us see the the hair drying video? Oh, no. You know good and well, well I'm not showing that.
0: By the way, that night, one of my favorite things is, you know, <clears throat> Kat, you made us a scramble at 9.45 p.m. A ham <laughs> scramble.
1: Yeah, I did. And it was amazing, except for one part. <laughs> <laughs> Until. Yeah, I was
2: wondering why I had a heart attack <laughs> the next morning. What happened? There was too much salt in it, or something? yeah, I was in charge of the salt and pepper, and at my house, the salt and pepper shakers um are the kind the grinder kind, and I just assume that everyone has those, apparently, so I just went in for it. The grind, and it was not a grinder. There was a lot of salt that went in to the eggs, yeah, it was good,
0: but it did it did bring up this whole question in my mind of West Coast versus East Coast, which is always <clears throat> a question. Hmm. And I find that West Coast people leave their fucking eggshells in the tray. Right. After right. they've cracked right. them.
2: Right. Yeah, I do that.
0: Like, what's happening? We we had a friend staying over. Sarah, you like to leave the eggshells in there. Kat, you don't care either way. And so, like, what happens? Why, I, I, like, my guess is you're really proud of yourself for all the eggs you've made. And so you can look into your, your crate
2: and say, look, I, I have eaten all of those eggs. No, no, it's just, it's all convenience for me. Just put them right back in there. And then when it's all done, your whole dozen is done. You can toss it. Oh, Hey there, little bitty Who is that?
1: Well, I I for the first time am recording remotely, and I'm recording at my mom's house in Alabama, where we have she's recording at an animal I'm recording farm. At an animal farm, <laughs> where there are live from the Animal Farm yeah, in North Alabama. There are chickens, there are ducks, there are dogs, there are cats, there are. Um, as I shared with you guys today, there is a uh, paraplegic uh, skunk.
2: So yeah, yep. What? I don't think you shared that with us. I don't think you've shared that with us. So would you mind expounding (laughs) for us and our listeners? Please. Are you holding it right now? No, this is not the skunk. No, no that's this a is the
0: dog.
1: <laughs> she is hot, I know, I'm though. kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, she's very she's cute. Her name is This is my mom's dog. And um, so my aunt was telling me that she was um, helping out her daughter-in-law the other day. And out behind her daughter-in-law's shop, she owns a quilting and sewing shop. And um, out behind the shop, um, there was a skunk, a baby skunk. And the skunk had been injured inside some way like we think it got hit like run over or something like that and the skunks awful. Um, i know it's so sad yeah. and um i like hate humans sometimes um <laughs> and uh the skunks back legs do not work but the skunk is otherwise like fully functional and so um my aunt mary Mac, being who she is um she took the skunk in and she brought it home and she has um put it in uh one of her chickens chicken coop for recovery and she did all this research on youtube and learned that skunks love to eat raw eggs and my aunt has chickens and so my aunt just goes and gets the skunk a handful of eggs Uh every day and puts it in the cage and the skunk like cracks the eggs Uh and sucks the the yolk and stuff out of the eggs and um, my aunt is rehabilitating a a skunk and i sent you guys a video of it today maybe it didn't come through because it was too big I don't think it came
0: through, but I did not I see that. I am so impressed. <laughs> Please resend
1: it. And the skunk doesn't poo not on her? her no, or anything. it hasn't. We are thinking that maybe it might be paralyzed, like at the spine or okay. something. And so maybe it, its brain is trying to tell its um, protection glands, like, hey, spray the stuff, but it's not spraying. Um, yeah. And um, And so my aunt is trying to rehabilitate it. It's so sweet. That is amazing. That was so was that your
0: sister's dog that just popped up and said, hey,
1: after yeah. while you were talking? It was adorable. She was like this. So I've hey. got I've got my mom's dog, Dixie, my sister's dog, Maymay, and my dog, Belle, um, who have all been in the car with me this week. So it's been a really
2: fun week. Fun. Oh, I know the feeling.
1: I forgot
0: it was already January, so I I'm behind on mm-hmm. really starting a new
1: year. You know, I I did buy a new notebook, which hmm. is a good oh, thing. Nice. Well, I cut us off yeah. by apologizing for the noise. We were going somewhere else. Well, I was just asking about the eggs, and we got our answer, and we can move on from there now. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yep. I was impressed with your your ham scramble. Like you just whipped it up, and. I mean, I seriously was like, yeah, that's like the equivalent when you're in college of like having too much to drink and go in the waffle house. Mm-hmm. Like we had that right there at your
1: house. We mm-hmm. sure did. We had the full waffle house experience. Oh, yeah. We did have too much to drink, or at least I did. Mm. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> did <he just> stop?
2: <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> I
0: said, I did not. And then Kat took a deep breath. <sighs> stop right now what you're doing if you're driving pull over (laughs) and we want you to pull out your phone and type in this number and send us a text so open your messages if you're on Android I don't know what you do type in some sort of code (laughs) who knows (laughs) beam me up Scotty (laughs) All right. so get out your phone and text 1-866-528-6665 That's 1-866-528-6665. That is our phone number. You can call us. Don't worry, we don't answer. Leave a message. Or you can text us and we'll get it immediately. But we would love for you to save that number in your phone. So when you're listening, you can just pull up Cat and Moose Hotline and send us a text.
1: And you can send us a text about anything. And you can you can text us about things you want to talk to us about. You can text us and tell us how ridiculous we are. Um, really, anything you want to. We love hearing from you. That's one eight six six five two eight the devil 5 <laughs> that's amazing okay so if you're going to call us text us put our contact info in your phone cat and moose podcast the number is 18665286665 the number is
0: 1866528 the devil's favorite number 5 okay so tell us where you really are because You may be at an animal farm, but I do believe it's a a family's version of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I am at my mom's house in um, a little town called St. Florine, Alabama. And St. Florine is very, very close Mm. to Florence, which is very, very close to the world-renowned Muscle Shoals, where amazing music has been made. There's a documentary. Mm -hmm. If you haven't already, you should check it out. Everybody from Aretha Franklin to the Rolling Stones. I I mean, just amazing, amazing music made in this area. And um, my mom just had foot surgery. My mom's had a lot of foot pain over the past four years. And after getting multiple opinions, um, she came and saw my foot doctor in Nashville, whose opinion she was really happy with. And she went with a surgery that he recommended. And so I have been with my mom at her house for the past few days, um, helping her rehabilitate. And so on the way here, um, my sister had to go to her husband's family's house for their their post uh, New Year, Christmas celebration. And so it was me, my mom and my sister's dog and my dog and both dogs hate being in the car. Oh,
2: so fine. that was fun.
1: And then we had a traffic jam. So the two hour drive from my house to my mom's house ended up no. being like four hours. Oh God. Um, and so, yeah, for the first time, thanks to producer Sarah's help. Um, I am recording remotely and um, I'm at my mom's house. And thank you for asking everybody and for caring. Um, her foot surgery went extremely well, okay. um, took a little longer than we thought. And her recovery is going well so far. So if you guys could just pray for... Uh, the pain in her feet to lessen, dissipate, and finally go away—that would be really amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to hear she's doing well. Uh, mm-hmm. um, there was one part of the <laughs> of the surgery process that um, my mom does this thing that kind of it kind of runs in our family, especially on her side of the family, where when her side of the family gets to laughing really hard, they get to where they can't breathe. And yeah. They I've just seen get, her do that. Yeah. They get <laughs> laughing so hard, they start crying <laughs> and they can't breathe. And it's almost like they hyperventilate. And so, um, this happened as, uh, I was bringing my mom home from the hospital. I brought her to my house for the first day and I've got three steps leading up into my house and my mom's just had foot surgery. So it's like, hello, like, how are we going to navigate that? And the doctor told us, he said, you can use these crutches, you can use a knee scooter, you know, to get to the stairs. And, and once you get, use the crutches or use a walker and he said or really the easiest thing is for her to just turn around and just bump, 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 like bump up the stairs on her rear end yeah but then how do you get back up well, here ensues the laughing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. because Some of my favorite
0: memories of my mom were her laying in the floor and couldn't get up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this we we both were laughing so hard. We could not breathe. And we about peed ourselves. And it was just really funny. So um, we decided after trying all the aforementioned methods that her going up the stairs on her butt. Um, would by far be the best idea and we finally got her in the house and when she decided she couldn't get up she was like <laughs> <laughs> I just picture her scooting on your hardwoods all the way to the couch <laughs> which is exactly what she did she had a look on her face which my mom doesn't really cuz um, my mom had a look on her face that said you know fuck it <laughs> and she just scooted herself all the way back to the back guest bedroom and then she utilized some furniture to help get herself up but um but yeah it was it was pretty awesome and we got a good laugh out of it and I'm like man if you can laugh after that kind of surgery at 71 years old I think you've been doing something right I love that kind of,
0: uh, my mom and I had a similar story when I was like 12 years old, I talked her into going, I used to love roller skating. Can't you guys just like picture me doing the races and stuff? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. So I, I, I was like the person who thought my mom was cool. And so I like doing things with her, but we were Mm -hmm. on a Friday night, I like talked her into going skating and so I was out there and we were kind of pulling each other along and having fun. And, you know, she fell on her butt at one point and she was like not old at this point. We were just laughing so hard because every time she'd put her roller skate up, her legs would just do the split and then she would try to hold on to me and then I would fall on the ground and fall on top of her. And it was just amazing. It's one of my favorite memories. So I, I got to, <laughs> I got to think through that with Fran and, and, and laugh a little bit. Cause I can see her scooting and that's not a mm-hmm. short distance to the guest Mm-mm. bedroom.
2: No, <laughs> but she no, just,
1: like, my mom's a really <laughs> strong athletic woman, you know? And she, is. and she, she was like, I'm not doing this. And it, it was pretty <laughs> impressive.
0: <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Um, <clears throat> okay
0: guys. So I have a nerdy moment that I need to share with you guys. I went down this rabbit hole of who Oscar Wilde is because I always see these Oscar Wilde quotes and I was like, I know he was a writer, but I don't really know who he is. And so Mm. I was doing this nerdy like Wikipedia thing this morning, looking up Oscar Wilde and all the things that, um, he had written. And I realized that he died in 1900 at 46 years old. <gasps> wow. Yeah. And I was like, I'm always amazed people who like, we think are legends and sometimes they have such, you know, we talk about the club 27, like the Amy Winehouses and all the musicians who died. Is it age 27? It mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Um, yeah. So anyway, I was like, "Oh wow!" So he he died in the in 1900, and then I was like 46 years old, and I did the whole lifespan thing to be like, "Was that normal or whatever?" And I I went down this rabbit hole that started with Oscar Wilde and ended with me realizing. I I had this realization of okay so the lifespan has gotten older and older because we've had vaccines and you know all these different things (laughs) so I this blew my mind I gotta share this with you guys let me share screen this is what I came across maximum human lifespan could reach 130 years by 2100 that's far off And it just made me think, like, we always talk about personally, but also on the podcast about like, you know, recognizing, especially in midlife that, you know, we only have so much time. And I I do think that's important. Like Sarah and I often say to each other, like 30, 40 years, like that's it. You know what I mean? Uh, Left. And so, and as I was reading this, I was like, you know, we all assume probably we'll make it to seventies or eighties. The actual lifespan right now is 78 is the average lifespan. And at least America. Mm, Um, mm. But this just blew my mind that in 70 years, 70, 75 years, people could be living to
1: 130.
2: Mm. That's crazy
1: man, that's really, that's really beautiful. I've, um, I've gone on a lot of walks over, um, having a little bit more downtime during the holidays. I've taken, um, more walks with Bell Bell and we've had these weird balmy days of like 70 degrees when it's supposed to be zero outside. And, <laughs> right. um, and I'm noticing, you know, and I think, I think I'm being more aware of it because my mom just had foot surgery and, and, you know, obviously we're all getting older every day. And, um, I've got little like aches and, and tweaks and like oh what's going on here and mm-hmm. and all of that and I was thinking the other day I was like it is quite possible it's not you know a given fact but it's quite possible that I've lived more than half my life
2: I now. know isn't that wild mm-hmm. I know it's crazy
1: Yeah. And and if the average lifespan is 78 and I'm 47, that means that I've got 30 years left. And that's without considering that I have juvenile diabetes that I have had for almost my entire life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, basically, like the amount of time I've lived in Nashville, which is just over 20 something years, might be the amount of time that I have left in this lifetime on this planet. And like, that's really like in some ways like really sobering and yeah. in some mm-hmm. ways like really like well like okay then what it's like it almost feels like not the opposite of sobering but more like what can I do to just have as much fun and enjoy life yeah, as much exactly. as possible with not not having as much time left as maybe I have lived and um yeah does that does that occur to you guys like do you guys yeah you guys grappled mm-hmm. with that Absolutely. Like I, you know, we talked
0: about that. I don't know if it was the last episode or the one before the, the five regrets of those Mm -hmm. of the dying or whatever. And Mm I, I keep remembering, especially the one of like, I wish I hadn't worked so much, you know, like, I think there's a certain level that, I mean, I used to, I mean, we all used to when we are climbing the ladder, right? Like pulling 12 hour days and trying to prove yourself and all of that and I'm just over the proving myself. I, I want to live a life that where I feel like I've given back, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that like, if I had something that someone else didn't have, that I'm willing to give that, whether that's love or something physical. And it's like, those are all the really the only things I actually care about. Oh, and lots of comfort, like first class, if I'm gonna fly. <laughs>
2: well, hell yeah. Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Um, yeah, for sure. Like I think, I mean, I hit I hit 41 right at the end of 2022. And so I am freshly into my 40s now. And it's like, wow, like I mean, I thought the same thing, Kat, where I'm like, man, this could be. I could have lived half of my life already. I mean, I could Mm -hmm. be dead tomorrow too, but like, you know, in terms of continuing to live out life without any obscene accidents happening, you know, um, I feel like I, I I don't know. I was going to say, I've always like my whole life. I've been afraid of dying, honestly, like, um, and there's various reasons for that, but I think I, I just love life. I love Mm -hmm. what life gives. I love exploring Mm -hmm. and adventure and being alive. And even in the, the worst, you know, the, the terrible moments, it's like those extremes, you know, have contrast in the most Mm -hmm. joyful moments and all of these amazing things. So it's like, I want to keep going. I, I mean, to the, the idea of living to one 130, it's like, I obviously that's not probably not in my lifetime, but I, I feel like I see a lot more people living past a hundred these days, you know? And, mm-hmm. you know, for me that feels, I feel hopeful like, Oh, maybe I can live another 30, 40 years. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah, that resonates with me so much. Like
1: what an adventurer you are. I feel like you have like a boundless, mm-hmm. boundless with a T. Wow. A boundless, you have a boundless <laughs> wanderlust. I lust. do boundless. <laughs> wanderlust and boundless. <laughs> you have a boundless wanderlust. I do. <laughs> That's one mm-hmm. of the million things that I appreciate about you.
2: <laughs> Aw, thanks Kat.
0: So speaking of like weird things, I, I really think we can learn from our history. And so that whole Oscar Wilde thing I chased, I've been, I've been going down different rabbit holes of people that, um, I've been looking up and I've been doing a JFK thing a little bit and I came across this story and then it popped up on my Instagram. So I was like, maybe I'm supposed to bring this up, but here it is. Kat, will you read it please?
1: Okay, this is from History Photographed. Rosemary Kennedy, the sister of John F. Kennedy, had an IQ of 60 to 70, a fact that the family went to great lengths to conceal. When she was 23 years old and becoming, quote unquote, rebellious, her father, Joseph Kennedy Sr., became concerned that she might bring shame to the family. He learned about a new medical procedure that he hoped would calm her down. This procedure was called a lobotomy. Oh, God. During the lobotomy, one of the surgeons said, we went through the top of her head. She had a mild tranquilizer. I made a surgical incision in the brain through the skull. It was near the front. It was on both sides. We just made a small incision, no more than an inch. We put an instrument inside. At this point, they began using a butter knife-like object to make blunt cuts to her brain. For real? Oh my god. For
0: guys, real? I can't even believe. I mean... It's terrible. What?
1: What year? I need to find well, out what year this was. Oh Sarah, my
0: gosh. Okay, keep reading.
1: Okay. The surgeon stopped the procedure when Rosemary became incoherent and could no longer respond to their questions. After the lobotomy, her mental capacity decreased to that of a one- to two-year-old. She eventually regained the ability to walk, but with a limp, and never regained the ability to speak coherently. She also became incontinent. Rosemary lived for another 63 years, passing away at the age of 86 in 2005. This is the most horrific thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: I wow. completely
1: agree. And I don't know how I didn't
0: realize it. Um, wow. but I have a member of my family who has a low IQ and ha- and deals with mental illness and was born in the sixties. And I just think this was not that long ago. This no. was not that long ago. And I always say sort of tongue in cheek, like what a time to be alive but in mm-hmm. so many ways, I cannot believe and I wonder if we'll look back and say the same things about the way, you know, maybe medical things happened during mm-hmm. our time frame, too. But like, who would even allow this to happen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't the is isn't the, the number one thing for a medical profession?
2: Do no harm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if I did my math right, uh, this was around 1943.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Oh that my was gosh. a year
1: after my mom was born. So one
2: mom. generation
1: ago. My goodness. This is, this is horrific. Like, hmm. can you imagine if something like that happened today? And it does, no you know, it does. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. But like, that just makes me so incredibly sad. Oh my gosh. But like, this is what she
2: looked like before. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my God. Just alive. Alive. Yeah. Look at her. Beautiful.
1: Like this makes me I, I want to really really believe right now in reincarnation and I hope that her yes. next life after she died was mm-hmm. one of just absolute joy and mm-hmm. fun and 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 also like playing pranks on this surgeon and his family for the rest of her yes. entire <laughs> eternal being. 100%. I'm with you.
0: <sighs> hmm. And her father for allowing that to happen. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. So there's some good news, uh, as we enter 2023. Um, but I wanted to share one of my favorite artists of all time, just because, uh, I've, I've been close enough to her to know people who know her is Amy Grant. And Mm -hmm. anyone who knows her, she's sort of like Dolly Parton. And the fact that Mm. she is brings kindness first in all that she does and she got clobbered a week or so ago because uh, she said that she was for um, gay marriage and that she was going to mm. have a family member's uh, wedding on her property but mm, all that mm-hmm. to say she also got sworn in and the Kennedy honor sworn in I don't think you get sworn in <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I've been watching too much of the news. She got sworn in as a Kennedy. Uh, look, two Kennedy things. That's synchronistic. Cool. Okay. Let me start over. Okay. There was a thing called the Kennedy Center <laughs> Honors that we all are aware of. And uh, the High Women um, did a rendition of Amy Grant Somewhere Down the Road, which is my favorite Amy Grant song of all time. Mm. And I want to share that as we, in this episode, but before I do, if you don't know who the high women are, I need to tell you that first. It's Amanda Shires, Natalie Hemby, who is one of the best songwriters in the world, Mara Morris, Mm. and of course, Brandi Carlisle. And as I was looking up that video, I had the thought of why do they call themselves the high women? Because even though I love all those artists, I didn't know and it was their take on, mm-hmm. there is uh, a group called the highway men. Have you guys heard of them? It's another super yes. group. I, how did I not know this? Like everyone's going to totally bash me that I'm a music person, but it was Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christofferson, and Willie Nelson. Um, mm-hmm. And Sarah, you
2: know them? I do. And the high, I, I believe they have a song, a self-titled song that if I'm, if I'm correct, I'm totally going off memory. The high women, uh, kind of did a redo of it They did. and they kind of changed the, they changed the verbiage and stuff. It's really cool. It's clever. They did. And I,
0: I didn't realize that's where that song was from. So anyway, little tiny bit there, but that is who is doing this version of Somewhere Down the Road. And it's just a little clip here, but I wanted to share it.
1: And I want to say, I love Amy Grant as well. I think she's an amazing human, an amazing humanitarian, an amazing Mm -hmm. artist, musician, writer. And I would also like to say that I know her manager and her manager is a class act. And I'm really, really proud of her too. So uh, Jen, know that we are really proud of you and all that you have Mm -hmm. accomplished um, alongside Amy and know that that yes. you had a lot to do with her accomplishing this amazing award
2: amazing congrats
0: love you guys see you next week
2: to the questions somewhere
0: Our producer Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to cat and Cat
2: and
0: Moose is a BP production.